If you're into fashion e-commerce, you're a fashion retailer, stay tuned to this episode because I'm going to be talking about Google Shopping for fashion e-commerce. Well, well, welcome to 2X e-commerce, the e-commerce marketing growth podcast where you ask questions and I, Kinate, answers them. Also hear from proven marketing growth experts who are number one or number two in specialist areas of online retail marketing. So if you work in or own an online retail business, listen in, get involved, join me, and let's put some fuel to skyrocket your e-commerce growth. So on the inbound marketing strategies, how do you beat Amazon? Natural search and our search engine position is critical to the customer flow through the website. I personally would not have an account process interrupt checkout flow at all. My favorite customer lifetime value calculation is an easy one. It's your average order value times that purchase frequency times uh, your customer lifespan. I'm Kune Campbell. Let's get rolling. Hello there. This is Kunay Campbell of the 2X e-commerce podcast show. And this is the podcast dedicated to strategic growth for online retailers. You, my listeners, can either ask me questions on Twitter using the hashtag 2X e-commerce, or I would just pick up a topic in e-commerce, probably a challenge from any of my clients, and I'll talk about it over this, this, this show. On today's show, I'm going to be talking about why Google Shopping is important to fashion e-commerce. As you may already have gathered, if you're a listener to the show, I have a cold, so please bear with me. So, um, I'm going to start out with the fact that, which you already know probably, that what you wear is inherently very visual. What you wear, fashion is an inherently very visual, it's a visual space. It's a a visual decision. You make a visual decision when you choose a fashion item. Now, some people say, oh, no, I'm not very fashion savvy or, you know, my partner makes decisions with regards to fashion for me. But regardless, whoever makes a decision with regards to fashion it's it's visual. You, you're always like, how does does this look on me? How does this skirt look on me? How does the how do these pair of jeans look look at me? How does this shirt look at me? How do these shoes fit? How do these shoes look? It's very very visual, and hence the reason why Google Shopping is so important. Because when you run a search on Google, like an e-commerce oriented transactional, so search, you know, looking to purchase something, um, Google will display visuals, you know, in, in a strip to you, either below the search bar or to the top right, you know, of, of the search, of, of your search results. And all of that is quite visual and it's it's meant to sort of supplement the very text heavy search results you know on on google so let's just take a, a trip back memory lane as to how google shopping kind of evolved it started off i believe back in in 2004 as a totally free platform at the time it was just called frugal i believe and um it was a shopping comparison site like no other, it pretty much just 
relied on um, Google Merchant. Actually, it, it relied on Google Index initially, and then it's, then it, it, it morphed to relying on Google Merchant Center. And I recall back in the days, you just need to you you just needed to set up a your Google Merchant account, you know, and then you get your products, you optimize your products with keywords, you upload to Google Merchant Center, you get approval, and then you just forget and you hope that you know Google Merchant Center sends you traffic and it did in in it for a good part. And you know, people would go onto like the Frugal or the shopping tab on, on Google and just browse through and compare, you know, prices. And you know, it was it was more or less a shopping comparison site. It still kind of is, but now it's for the last few years it's been merged with it's been converted as a paid platform via Google AdWords. Google Merchant Center is still there at its core. And um, it, it pretty much is a paid platform, shopping comparison platform that is visual and integrated, deeply integrated with Google search with regards to, to, to e-commerce. But I digress. Now, from a fashion e-commerce standpoint, um, what people want to do typically if you're a shopper looking for an item online is you want to see the product having wanting to to see the product you want to feel the product sometimes and you also want to try the product before you actually buy the product but with the limitations of e-commerce you know digital e-commerce or you know mobile commerce you can only see you know the product and if you can see the product and you already trust the product, you would likely order the product and then you could fill the product and try the product, you know, and, you know, if you don't like it, you return the product. And hence the reason why fashion e-commerce has a problem in general. There's a problem of return rates. I think the last time I checked was about 30 percent return rate, but there are solutions out there that solve the the, the fit problem, you know, online and um, they, they, they're managing to reduce the return rates by, you know, 25, 20%. There's no perfect solution out there, but, um, you know, the, the solutions are, you know, you know, out there to, to, to help reduce the return rates. But getting back to Google, what you really want to look at, what, what, what Google tried to solve, you know, um, the issue that they, they had was many people were just searching through we're clicking through the text links on Google and bouncing back if they didn't really find what they were looking for. So to improve the experience, Google, you know, created this bit of inventory to to, to serve on its search results basically for fashion, not just fashion, for retail in general. So people actually see the product on Google, meaning that they're higher quality pre-qualified visitors. You know, so if you're on a limited budget, I would suggest that you, you know, focus on Google Shopping. So if you're on a limited budget for your AdWords, just focus on, on Google Shopping. Most of you would already be doing this anyway. So, you know, focus on Google Shopping because um it will pre-qualify. It'll have a higher quality of, of shoppers or visitors coming through because they've seen what they're looking to buy and um, they've seen that they're happy, they're kind of like happy with the prize and they've clicked through, okay? Um, so basically that's how it works. But 
you know, on the flip side, if you're looking at text advertising, um, I recommend it if you have a very deep collection or range of a particular brand and you focus on brand name search. So if you're merchandising, you know, a range of brands in your fashion e-commerce business, say you're not, um, you don't own your brand. Even if you own your brand, I'm going to talk about owning your brand, you know, shortly. But if you're selling a wide range of of, um, brands on your e-commerce site, take for instance, um, needy jeans, which I love. I love needy jeans. Say if I typed out nudie jeans on Google and um, the results, you know, popped up, I would see, you know, shopping for certain styles. So notice that nudie is quite general. It's a brand in itself, you know, getting thousands of, or of, um, of, of attracting thousands of searches from, you know, a, a, m- a month, you know, on a monthly basis. However, nudie jeans is very broad. It could mean anything. It could mean nudie jeans tops. It could mean nudie jeans, a pair of jeans, or actually nudie. There's no such thing as jeans tops, but it, it could mean nudie jeans, green nudie jeans. It could mean blue, sky blue. It could mean gray. It could mean white. It could mean many things. So what if, if you have a wide range of products like ASOS do, ASOS.com do, when you search for nudie jeans, they are number one on um, the, at least at the time I, was, I carried the research, I, I carried um, the search. Then number one for nudie jeans in the AdWords, you know, in, in the AdWords area. And the reason they, they, they're number one is they have over 101 products um, so basically they have 101 sub results of the word nudie jeans, you know, for, for that. So, so it kind of justifies, you know, them buying, you know, um, you know, that position for the text ad because they have a deep, 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 you know, um, collection of nudie jeans of that particular brand. Now, if you own a brand and you're building your brand, you know, the your brand name search is going to be going up you need to to definitely, definitely buy that inventory, you know, buy the text ads for your brand. Obviously, you're going to, you know, if it's not, you know, going against the, your partner retailers, you know, to your Google shopping, so you cover all bases, right? But I, I digress again. You really need to, so so going back to, to my example about nudie jeans, you know, um, ASOS have a very deep collection and so they, they, you can justify why, you know, they, they, they will have, you know, um, a presence for, for nudie jeans. Now, if you're a smaller retailer and you had very limited stock of nudie jeans, say you were, you know, you, you had a collection of very limited edition or hard to find items of nudie jeans, I would not advise you to perhaps... Um, you know, just go for the term nudie jeans. You may, if you have a very, you know, um, wide range of this limited, you know, um, products, but let's say your, your skew count was five. You'd be wasting a lot of money because that five, you know, the number of five, just five items about nudie jeans does not necessarily sufficiently, would not be sufficient to cater for the needs of the market as compared to 100 or 500, a store that has 500, you know, SKUs, different SKUs, unique SKUs related to nudie jeans. So you really need to think, and that's where Google Shopping really comes to to play because if you optimize your Google Shopping feed and your Google Shopping setup properly, which I'm going to talk about, you know, after this, 
you will be able to still get pre-qualified visitors coming through to your site. So Google Shopping is really, really helpful when you have limited SKUs, right? Either site-wide or pet or um from the perspective of a brand, you know, um, so when you're looking vertically, when you're looking at a particular range, if you have very limited, um, you know, if you have very, very, if you have a limited range, then you need to consider using Google shopping. Okay. Now I'm going to end this um, podcast by giving you some tips on Google shopping. They're very broad tips, but they're going to help you. You could dig further and research on each of these tips. So tip number one is from experience. If you have, if your SKU count is less than 100 across your entire site, 100 items, Google shopping might not be effective for you, right? So you, where I see Google shopping actually taking traction, lots of traction is when your SKU count is well over hundred, right? Um, when your SKU count is in the thousands and you're selling, you know, you have all those products in stock, thousands, man, you, you guys, you have a, and girls, you have a, shall I say, you have a long tail. It's amazing the kind of traffic Google Shopping can generate. And you need to be careful budget-wise because the, you, you could hit a peak with Google Shopping where they're sending you traffic that's not necessarily very high quality, which I'll talk about in another you know show. But if your SKU count is 100 or more, then you should start to look at um, you know Google Shopping. If it's less, you may not get the results you're, you're looking for. Now, there are other things you need to be aware of. You have a maximum allowance of your in your title tag in 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 um in Google Shopping of 150 characters. That includes spaces. Use it, absolutely use it. That your 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 um your title tag in for Google Shopping is a double-edged sword. One, it helps with optimization. You know, with right keywords, with your most important keywords in each product title. You know that you know will increase its its chances of turning up on the SERPs and the search result pages. And number two, people see like the first 50 characters on Google, on the Google search results. If you have the right keywords there, you know, it helps them, it further helps them understand what your image and your product is all about. Now, what you also want to do is you want to add your brand name, especially if you own your brand at the start of your title. Okay, right. One other thing you want to, if, if you're just starting, one, one thing I want to, 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 to one, one, one tip I want to give you is if you're just starting out with Google Shopping, give it time to brew. It's like a good cup of coffee or a good, good cup of tea. You need time for it to brew. You need probably, you need to throw money at it for about a month. You need to optimize it. You need to give it your time for at least, I would say, six weeks before you start to, you know, um, give your account some history, you give Google some history, you, you start to raise the quality scores um, across the board, and you also give your account some credibility with Google. It's just a point I wanted to make you aware of. Another tag you need to look at is your descriptions. Um, Google will allow you 5,000 characters, again, this is like the old days of SEO where, you know, you 
you, you know, you, you, you put a lot of um, keywords in your meta description, take it as your meta description tag, like an old school SEO, but with 5,000 characters, you could dump as many keywords in, but make sure it reads well, right? So get a copywriter, you know, um, work with a copywriter, not just a, <laughs> a, you know, low quality copywriter, but get a good copywriter that understands your brand, understands all the keywords for that particular product, for each product, and try and, you know, use as much of the 5,000, you know, characters and the descriptions as possible. Now, you don't want to go too overboard because if you go overboard and you dump too many keywords, you might be attracting them. You, 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 you may start to appear for the wrong sorts of, you know, search steps. So you need to be very careful, you know, there. Okay. And my next point is check your AdWords search query report regularly. You know, you and the you know with with AdWords, you on the keywords there's you know, actual query. You know the the actual queries, keyword queries. You know searches, search terms people have actually um, typed to to hit your ads. You know, look at that, study it, look at what's relevant, look at what's irrelevant, and start to build out your negative keyword list. Very very important. And then one other thing you want to do after like that six week period or two month period is look at your top twenty performing you know, products, look at your top 20 performing keywords, you know, and what you want to do is take a second look at the individual product lines in your, in, in your feed and see how you can optimize it. One thing you could do is run those search queries that, that seem to be driving lots of traffic and conversions on Google, and then look at your images, compare that to your images to that of competition, your competition, and see how you can, you know, switch it up, you know, and and try and get more attention on Google. You know, how can you sort of optimize the images to, to get more more traffic from, you know, from 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 Google search? Just look at that 20%, you know, it's 80-20 rule. Look at the top the top 20%. It doesn't necessarily be need to be the exact top 20% with the top 30% with the top 25%, but look at that small chunk, you know, that's generating the most revenue or generating the most traffic and, and try and further optimize it. The key things you can optimize are your image, your title, and your description, okay? Um, one other thing you want to do definitely is go granular with regards to making sure like, you know, they're in the right categories. And there's another thing called like custom categories in, in Google, which is also very, very, very important. Um, I think the term is... AdWords product type. It's called product type. It would allow you inherit or give very custom categories to your to each product. So for instance, you know, for the nudie jeans um example, you could categorize it as nudie jeans, or you could categorize an item as, you know, um blue jeans, you know, which Google's default categorization will not cover. Okay. Right now, um, one other thing you want to do with Google Shopping is, um, what I've noticed, especially in fashion, is that um, Google Shopping converts like on average three within a three-day period. So what you definitely want to do is, um, you okay? That's two sort of categories of Google shoppers: people who will convert within three days you know, since um, from when it gets to your website and people who convert immediately. Now, let me explain why this happens. There are a group of people who want an item now. They want it immediately. And 
a lot of them who wanted immediately would just go straight to Amazon and buy or straight to their favorite, you know, e-tailer. Well, if Amazon doesn't necessarily have what they're looking for, because Amazon is still not, as much as a lot of fashion transactions are going on on Amazon, Amazon is still not the necessarily the go-to place for fashion in the UK and the US and maybe Canada. People still want to look at their options. People are discovering brands on Facebook. People are going to Google. People are discovering brands on on Pinterest. So what people want to do, so what you, so what what they do essentially is they will go on Google. So it's, take for instance, if someone is looking for like a prom dress she wanted to wear next week, she's not only going to go to to Amazon. She's going to try Google. She's going to try um, Pinterest just to, to to look at what's out there, what's trendy. She should check her Instagram feed. Probably use the hashtag, you know, prom dress, and get that inspiration. She's visually looking and hunting for stuff, right? So what you so for that kind of person who may be impulsive, she may buy immediately. Right. Maybe she sees what she likes and she sees the shipping times. She may just say, okay, it's, if it's going to take three, you know, three days to ship, you know, for ground ship, oh my God, I need to get this now. So this is the impulsive Google shoppers. And the other thing is like, if your brands are already established in that niche, you know, people have come across your brand several other times, it's easier for, for them to convert. So it would appear in your Google Analytics that they're, um, impulsive buyers they're one category of buyers the second category of buyers are people who are thinking about it thinking very hard so what you want to do is use google traffic to to attract your google shopping to attract those buyers and capture obviously their pixel their facebook pixel and you also want to capture their email address so you could retarget them and get them to convert you could then have that opportunity to to convince them that um you know you're the brand your trusted brand or what you stock is really good or um, you may want to incentivize them for their first purchase which is a given in fashion e-commerce with a 20% or some sort of offer okay so that's where like mainstream e-commerce and not necessarily applied to luxury e-commerce okay so that is all but my final tip to you guys is call google for help a lot of people don't call Google for help and Google actually helps. Before you start to hire an agency or even a consultant, you know, consult Google. Because funny enough, consultants like myself, we consult Google. I, I speak with Google. I have a Google rep. You know, sometimes I get stuck and I will speak with a Google rep. You know, speak with Google if you're doing it yourself. Sometimes you know, but the, the on on the flip side, the 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 other side of the argument, you need to obviously speak with Google with caution. Remember that the Google team wants you to spend more, right? You want to spend more with them, but they have some tips. So you know, take everything fifty fifty with a pinch of salt. But at the same time, be, listen out for the tips, right? They might be like eighty percent sales. You, know, you need to spend more money. 20% might give you, you know, some, some tips you need to tip the balance, tip the balance in, in, in that location. Someone, as someone put it, you know, speaking to Google is like, you know, getting tax advice from the IRS or HMRC who are like the tax authorities in the U S and the UK. It's like, you know, would you, would you, would you seek advice, you know, from, from there? Well, I, it's, that's partly true. However, you know, they, they give, they give some advice. They give good advice. Okay. 
I hope that's helped if you're into fashion, you know, in this episode. If you have any further questions, you know, just hook me up again on, on Twitter. Just use the hashtag 2x e-commerce or just at me on Twitter. I'm Kune T Campbell on Twitter. And I'll, I'll, I'll be happy to answer your questions. Until the next show, everybody, do have a fantastic, fantastic one. All the best. Bye-bye. So that was a wrap on this week's episode of 2X e-commerce. Remember, you can catch me every week and also send your questions and comments on Twitter using the hashtag 2X e-commerce. Keep yourself in the loop by subscribing to this podcast on iTunes or your favorite podcasting app. It only takes a few seconds and it means you'll get the most up-to-date episodes to help you grow your online store. Do have a good one till I catch you on the next show. Bye-bye.